In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Martha must have been here last week when Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan. You remember, there was a nice Jewish man who was beaten senseless and robbed on that very dangerous road that runs between Jerusalem and Jericho. And the only person who stopped to help him was his mortal enemy, a Samaritan. The Samaritan showed mercy, and Jesus, who is all about mercy, said to anybody who would listen, go and do likewise. Go and do mercy. And so today, Martha does. At least she thinks she does. Martha shared a place in Bethany with her sister Mary, but they were different. Martha loved to throw big dinner parties and make cakes from scratch. Mary loved to sit around and talk about big ideas. So when Jesus came to visit, Martha offered to whip up the best kosher meal that Jesus had ever seen. But Mary sat down and listened to Jesus tell stories. A few hours into this, Martha flew out of the kitchen, hot and tired and irritated, and she said, Jesus, you remember last week the Good Samaritan? Go and do likewise? So how about telling that sister of mine to get into the kitchen and help me? To which Jesus replied, Martha, you really need to calm down. Dinner is good, parties are good, doing is good, even busy is good. But anxious and troubled and panicked are not good especially when I'm here to help you. That's because I'm not here just passing through from Bethany to Jerusalem. I'm actually passing through life on the way to death, to suffer and die for the sins of the whole world. And when I'm done, I will rise and ascend, and you will see me no more. And then you and Mary will need these stories a lot more than you need food. Martha, you make a great matzah, but man does not live by bread alone. I know sometimes it's hard to figure Jesus out. It's as if poor Mary heard the story of the Good Samaritan, and she did what she was told. She invited Jesus home to dinner. She cooked a fabulous feast, and now she's in trouble. So do we get busy with mercy or not? Here's the point today. It's not your busy that concerns Jesus. It's your worries. You saw the revenant, right? Well, if this gospel was the revenant, you would be Leonardo DiCaprio and your worries would be the bear. In its most literal form, verse 40 says, Mary was dragged around by much serving. So her busy serving distracts her. The text actually says it divides her or it pulls her apart. 
She comes undone, being anxious and irritated, unfocused and panicked, until she is almost debilitated by her worries. And pretty soon she loses track of who Jesus is and what he's come to do for her. Fast forward to our own lives. It's summer, so it's hockey for the boy at 6.30 a.m. and gymnastics for the girl at 7. They both go to math camp at 10. There's a short break for lunch, and then it's swimming lessons, soccer, bikes, horses, skateboards, baseball, a moment to give blood, piano lessons, and then it's takeout again for dinner tonight. We fall into bed each night anxious and troubled by many things. But then we wake up tomorrow and do it all again. In one sense, since it's Wheaton, this seems quite noble. It's a life of doing, a life of service. Maybe even, even it seems like a life of mercy for your spouse and your kids and your neighbors and your employer and your town and your nation and your world. But very often it is Martha's life, a life out of balance, a life that is consumed by busyness, a life that is too much body and not enough soul. So it is an incomplete life, a diminished life, a life that leaves us anxious and troubled by many things. And sometimes, our worries actually debilitate us. So what do we do? More time will not fix Martha. If you all had more time this summer, you would just sign your kids up for an SAT prep course. The only thing that will really fix your worries is sitting at the feet of Jesus. So here's the test for the Martha life. You might be Martha if you don't come to church every Sunday in the summertime. Yes, I do see the irony of preaching this to those people who are in church this morning, and I console myself with the fact that all the other people who are not here are clearly on vacation and in another Lutheran church hearing exactly the same message. But it's still true. When this is the diagnosis, you are not going to get better on your own. That makes this your lucky day. This morning is your chance to lose your panic and your pain. This morning, today, right now, in the liturgy, this is your chance to relaunch your life in orbit around Jesus Christ. Very practically, how do you get rid of the worry that is tossing you around like a rag doll? Verse 40 is very firm. It's also very clear. The one thing that you need is time at Jesus' feet. To stop worrying, you need Jesus' things, Jesus' time, Jesus' stories. You need the Jesus' touch. You need the Jesus word. You need that rub to your ears in Scripture. 
You need Jesus' name put to your skin at holy baptism. You need Jesus' body and blood laid on your tongue at the Holy Eucharist. The touch of Jesus is the only cure for a divided, panicked life. Jesus' touch is the start of a life worth living and needs worth having. So how exactly does this work? Well, the simple truth is this. Jesus is better at life than you are. After all, he is God in flesh, born of our Blessed Virgin Mother. So when Jesus touches us, when Jesus baptizes us, when Jesus puts his body and blood into us at the Eucharist, when Jesus touches us, yes, of course, he forgives our sins. That's always the first thing, but it is not the only thing. Jesus also heals our wounds, and Jesus promises to watch out for us, our kids, our neighbors, and our jobs, our congregation, and our world. Jesus promises to do this personally. Jesus, with his touch, absorbs our life into his life. Jesus takes our flesh into his flesh. And then Jesus launches us back out into a busy but disciplined, obedient, focused, calm life of doing mercy. If you want a life without worry, you come to church every week and you sit at Jesus' feet. And he will touch you with holy things. You do your listening like Mary. And you do your mercy like Martha. And then you go out and you let the chips fall where they fall. You touch and embrace and live and adore the holy things of life in this place. And then you let Jesus worry about the outcomes. Because Jesus will do a better job of raising your kids and doing your job and loving your neighbors and calming your nation and bringing this world to a proper end than you will. Jesus will heal your wounds and protect your family and give you focus and he will do that much better than you can do it on your own. This is what it means to be a disciple. It is Mary and Martha. It is calm and busy. It is contemplation and action. It is listening and doing. And all of that is wrapped up in the arms of Jesus. And this is what it is to live without worry. Come what may, I am in God's hands. And this is the only place it happens, in this liturgy, at Jesus' feet. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.